Hello? <laughs> Hi. Guys. Content. Yeah. Right? Right. There's not enough. There's a podcast. We're doing a podcast. Oh, my God. Um, it's uh, This is how Neil feel. You know. it's You, you clicked on it. So <laughs> you knew pretty great. The deal. You knew what you were getting yourself into. You know the name of the title of the show. You don't the episode. Um, before we start, I want to reiterate um, that we we're trying to move on to an audio or video system for the emails. So if you send us an email at howneilfield@gmail.com, do it audio version or video version, and keep it around thirty five seconds. Because there's, a, you guys write fucking long. Yeah. Like like it was an assignment. You motherfuckers be writing. So, I like it, but it's it's they're long. They're, they're long. They're thoughtful. They're thoughtful people. Very thoughtful. Um, look, we have a great we have a great group out there. They're very real thoughtful and they're as good looking as you could ever want. <laughs> um, so that's that. Um, first we have to we have to start with an apology. The statistics that we spoke about last week about incest were irresponsible and wrong. They we? were not. Didn't you get in on it? I was right. You were wrong. You No. Well, all right. Well, the, if you fuck your second cousin, there's a 1.6% chance of birth defects. Right. And that's a, that's a risk some people are willing to take. Um. When you get into direct brother, sister, mom, dad, you're into the 40 percent. Do you not remember that we disagreed on that? I vaguely remember. Okay. I black out a lot. Um, when you're wrong, you're like, yeah. I... Um, and so I guess don't fuck your mom. Don't fuck do your not dad. Do that. Don't fuck your sister. Don't fuck your brother. Don't fuck your first cousin. First cousin, it's only four percent. Second cousin, you're into. Now we're talking. <laughs> Bingo. Yeah. Um, yeah. So don't fuck your mom. If you were planning on it, don't. Brother, sister, family reunion coming up. You brought wine coolers. <laughs> Leave them in the car. It ain't gonna happen. You brought some hard lemonade. Leave it. Don't do it for the night. Do it for the for like the more extended one that's gonna be in Vegas. In a few weeks, we're getting together. Um, so sorry, people. Incest is bad. I thought it was just kind of bad, but I was going off of what I learned from Rami Youssef's HBO special. It's good. So, which is, I enjoyed. Um, so sorry. So that's our apology. Now we also, we didn't make it. Let's dumb purchase. Shocking news. Neil Brennan buys something stupid. How you feel. Neil. All right, great. That's a new graphic from somebody. That was a good graphic. I'd also like to say that somebody emailed us and said that I should pay local teen for the song. And guess what, motherfuckers? I paid local teen. Cha-ching-ching. Ching. And he wrote back. That was very classy of you. So so it's a pretty classy person. Um, speaking of Neil Brennan's largesse. Yes. Now... When me and Blake Griffin worked out a trade where I would write stand up for him and he would give me Nike merch. Okay. Um, I, because I'm such a fucking generous person, I, I told my friend Banks that she 
could order some things. Yay! And guess what, guys? They're here, and Banks hit it. Okay, you guys tell me if you, I th- don't tell her. They're gonna tell you anyway. They're gonna go. It's fucking gross. Well, even if they're the greatest shoes ever, they're this, gonna go. Those are fucking gross. The problem is, I have a. I have already admitted my issue with not real. What is? I can't tell what sneakers are good or bad. I just they all look kind You're of sneaker both. blind. Sneaker yes. blind. They look. If you t- showed me a pair of sneakers, like these are the dopest sneakers. I'd be like, yep. If you said these are the ugliest sneakers I've ever made, I'm like, equal. That's what it's like being a guy in a relationship, by the way. <laughs> Just go, all right, duvet. <laughs> yep. Sounds good. This is pretty light. Sconces. I thought you'd never request them. I just don't know. So I picked these. Tell me how you guys think I did. Okay. Which one's it? All right. Uh, is there one box? There's one box. There's one box. This is, there's another box coming, but that's there's another this one. box. Neil was being very nice. Couldn't decide between two and he... Oh, here we go. Okay. Okay. These are cute. Okay. This is what they look like. I fuck with them and I think they're going to work for you. I They're really cute. But I showed someone them and they're like, what on earth? No, those are going to work for you. These are work, cute. Those will work. And you use the Neil Brennan method of getting the black ends whatever the bottom yeah that part so, so that part. it's not white because that's the part that gets dirty right yeah there. you said you never do yeah. you never do go the whites. black um i think they're fucking dope Presto's, I do too. hey Thanks, and i think Neil. if you get nothing else out of this podcast except that and maybe a trip to dc <laughs> to see david we still have to talk about that dude we'll do a dc we'll do a dc uh how neil feel uh I'm joking. I know. It's also, it was just, then it's like, we should get uh, to be on it. And it's never going to happen. How you feel, um, so, okay. So let's talk about oh, the earth this week or the, the really what we talk about is generally American culture. Um, so this SNL kid yes. gets hired. Shane Gillis is his name. Don't know him. Uh, watched a clip of his online. And seemed decent, like not, you know, yeah. seemed like he'll, he's, he's got whatever. And, um, and it turned out he did a podcast where, uh, well, first of all, that the kid who snitched on him is a, is a, is a, uh, little tattle tailing bitch. Well, right? who, who is the kid that Seth Simmons is his okay. name. Um, he's a bird. He wrote, he, Che found a video of him. Um, doing poetry about birds, the okay. guy Seth Simmons. So uh, again, I think he's a there. It's a free. He's a frustrated comedian, whatever. And um and uh, so he found the video. Congrat or whatever. Unearth it, pr- publicize it, whatever. And did you watch any of the clips of the kid of the of the podcast of the of him saying the no. things. The, the boo-boo words? No, I won't say it. Um, I will not say he it. He said, uh, chink. He said, well, he called Andrew Yang. Yang a Jew chink, which is like, ah. Rough. That's a tough one, buddy. Like, I, I don't know. When he was talking about Chinatown, he was saying the, <laughs> the chinks lived, like, or the, we'll have the chinks live there, which I didn't mind because it seemed like he was doing, like, a racist white guy character. And then once he started just talking 
saying chinks and all this stuff. It's this weird. It's a weird uh, thing that he thought that was funny or transgressive yeah. or naughty or whatever, which is clearly what he thought he was doing. But it's it's the way people used to talk in high school. Now people talk on podcasts, which is yeah. the appeal of podcasts. But you have to realize that if you talk about gypsies a certain way, <laughs> hey, that it's going to come I back. Stand and bite by you my the <laughs> I wouldn't do that if I were you in light of what's happened this week. Um, the okay. uh, the so I so at first I was like, eh, and then they fired him today as we uh, record. And I I completely get it. Oh, they fired him. Yeah. They got they, the reason they fired him is because he's never going to be able to get shit on. Yeah. Meaning he's no one's going to want to write with him. Uh, none of the writers are going to be like, I'm going to take a shit. Right, I'm going exactly. to hey, go write with this, this guy. Yeah, no. At a certain, it, everyone has said some dumb shit like that, but I guess it was like the he has the unlo- relentlessness yeah, just, with which he kept doing it. Yeah, if it was a one off. Yeah, and it was more balanced. I read and I read the article that, and it was funny in the article. It said Jew C and then dash dash and then yeah. and I thought it was Jew Cuck and I was Funny. like I What's will watch. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna watch that. But um then I realized he was just saying chink everywhere. It's just kind of Yeah, Chink is just like what are you and he's because he said he has stand up and he said he's from like a racist town and that he didn't vote for Trump, but he looks like he did and all this. Yeah. Like it just seemed like no, having said that, Sarah did a joke where she said chink and she on Conan and she got um, she got in trouble for it. I used to watch a lot of old like reruns of uh, Saturday Night Live. And in the 70s, they were saying like gook. And Absolutely. This. Well, the thing that the funny sketch that just, you, you could never do now that's not even that old is it's Pat. Oh, it's Pat. You would never. And it's 20 years old. It's not that old. It's not like ancient history. Like. Julia Sweeney's still great and hilarious and that, but that speaks to how little people knew about it. You know what it? you couldn't do now that I just watched the other day is Ace Ventura Pet Detective. How come? Oh, yes. Because yeah, she's, she's, she's a trans. trans. Yeah. And then when they find her dick, the whole city of Miami is vomiting. Um, <laughs> Everyone is scratching their tongue. Like, yeah. do you know how... That would just never fly. Yeah. It's so funny when I watch it. I'm like, this would never. You probably couldn't do Fire Marshal Bill now. Fire Mar- Again, Rick James, sex criminal. Um, yeah, seriously. Like You guys wouldn't. Yeah, we probably couldn't probably say couldn't the N-word as much as we did. Really, I feel like that's I mean, who knows? But, but so I understand why he. You don't think it's going too far? No, I, he, he was fucked. He fucked himself. Like Trevor Noah had a thing when the Daily Show started, and um, where he had some tweets. Now the good thing about tweets is you can go. Well, I don't know how what his intent was because I right. didn't hear how he was delivering it. We heard how he was saying Shank, right? And it was like, don't say that. Um, <laughs> um, so he just did himself a disservice by. In some ways, it was like a guy trying to serve to not two masters, but the thing about, you know, he's from a town where people talk like that and probably thinks parts of him kind of thinks it's like admirable 
or or at least just understandable or like, something or like come on well, this is just you know when you're it's like dude that's not in polite society you can't be doing that shit yeah but even in not polite society like throwing chink around is a little i don't know anyone who said i don't know chink anyone i don't know anyone that's as what I'm like a as a thing i don't know a single person who uses the word chink I, i'm old i don't remember someone saying chink I don't. I don't know if I've ever heard someone say chink in like an in actual sense. life, like a real like oh, a bunch of chinks. Like I wouldn't even know. But black people also don't believe how little I've heard white people use the n word in like mixed company in in normal like in normal. I don't think it's commerce because I feel like that is an identifier amongst white people. Like if you're using the hard R N word, I mean, but I don't, but any kind of, I mean, how many white people are using the soft R N word? That's it's cool. I think outside of rapping, not a lot. Yeah. I mean, like if you're singing along to a song, most people aren't using it. Right. So using it as a, using any of these words as a, just as a, and normally is fucking odd what if like have you ever been in a situation where another white person just you know just a group of niggers just no i gotta say i haven't i really have never surprised by that that's crazy i haven't no and that's before a friend of mine that i'm friend like i was friends with in my yearbook you know how like when they were getting kavanaugh's yearbook so a friend of mine who i won't say his name he wrote he was like, good luck, because I was going to NYU. He wrote, good luck in New York with all the muggers and niggers. And I was like, dude. I literally was like, yearbook? dude, the fuck are you doing? Yeah. And, and he was kidding. He was like well, literally kidding. But, but it's like, it's like a, this it's is 1990. Joke. It was still like, yo, what the fuck are you doing, dude? It was funny because it was so like, what? Right. Like, he might as well just like slap me across. I might as well open my yearbook and a hand comes out and slaps me across the face. <laughs> Um, but, uh, but cause he never spoken like that. That was what was funny. It was like, what? Um, so it, look, if you can track down my yearbook guys, um, <laughs> you're getting so, canceled. So, you know, yeah, I guess justice was served. I wish there there was a clearer system for all this. Yeah. Um, like, uh, uh, that you could truly serve your time. Like they used to put people in stocks in like meaning stocks were the thing the stockade where they oh. put your head and <laughs> and uh hands and the thing basically where they would put you would just go and people would throw shit at you i almost feel like we need to bring that back because it's very unclear so what sort of life should this guy have yeah what sort of career should he have you know um because I mean, there's did no he get, did he have a chance to apologize or he apologized and I guess said, it doesn't matter. He apologized, but it was all a little bit like he didn't. He was a bit uh, like if anyone was actually upset by it, like he just used words that were a bit oh, like Lord. this is bullshit. And it's like, yeah. dude, you got to do the kabuki. You got to walk the plank. You got to be like, I am bad and I have, will learn and I will study and right. I will donate and I will. I am talking to but my we don't, God. We, we don't want our comedians to do that. I mean, you at least. So it's I well, if you're going to if you're the problem is when you try to get corporate jobs. So he wanted he he didn't. I think he never thought he'd be up for Saturday Night Live. Yeah, that's kind of the feeling I get. Like, I I don't think he saw his career going because it doesn't look like anybody from Saturday Night Live. 
No, um, I was surprised when I saw him. Yeah. Uh, somebody explained it to they me. They got and too I diverse, though. It's like we need a white guy. Well, know? they need a white guy. The thing about Aykroyd and Belushi and Chevy is they were all super alpha, mm. and they haven't had an alpha person there. Uh, a lot of betas since nineteen ninety. Since Sandler left. Yeah. Um. So. So I think they're always looking for like an alpha kind of guy. I don't. I don't think that the sketches lack anything from it like i don't i i don't agree with the summation uh but i think they're always looking for like an a- heterosexual man they're always like the captain of the snl team they the always man? end up i always feel like if you think of different casts there's always one alpha that kind but of it, but there hasn't been no it's yeah like but. will ferrell was the captain he's not yeah. alpha uh since sandler and farley left those are like the two guys that were like guys guys everybody else has been sort of a bit theatery right for sure um like seth or or um did did tear and kill him or sudeikis or or will forte these guys are not yeah jockey at all in a weird way uh sandberg was like like sports Is like has a thick neck and like sports. Right. But he he was still very like a lot of his bits were about like making out with dudes and stuff. But um, (laughs) but yeah, so I think they're always looking for that. And they the problem with that, though, is that they're like that sometimes (laughs) is that they're a little bit alpha or not a a little bit hard headed. And it's a nice way to put it. Yeah. He's just hard headed. He doesn't seem malicious. He just seems like what? It's like Chris Pratt or something. Right. Not like Chris Pratt would say something like that, but he just seems like he's from the Chris Pratt swamp. And Chris <laughs> Pratt apparently is super born again. Yeah. And, and people don't like that out here, but they can't. It's too late. They're, like, <laughs> They're just like, ah, oh, okay. fuck. All right. Um, so rest in peace. <laughs> Shane right. Gillis. Also, not everyone like is meant to be on SNL. Like, go do your own thing. It's not yeah, the end all be Yeah, he's going to have him. a hard time for a while. He's going to have a hard time for a while. But come then you're on. into sentences. Then you're into what should the sentence be? So Louie, I don't know. He's been in purgatory for a couple of years. Lost $35 million, which still isn't enough, apparently. Um, uh, uh, Renazizi, Steve Renazizi. But I feel like Renazizi hit it dead on, you know? Like... He admitted talks, it and talks about it yeah and i mean i think he's doing a thing with the story yeah, he's doing a show. yeah i remember in um jfl he did uh this is not happening yeah and it was great oh yeah did he talk about it he talked only about i it. wanted i actually want and so no he good. did a show in edinburgh about it oh yeah yeah it was fantastic i was like this is how this is the only way to get around this you yeah it's and that's the problem with this guy shane he's probably not old and mature enough artistically to even unravel it exactly to be able to go oh yeah i guess and he doesn't seem like a super introspective guy (laughs) Yeah. so you know he's gonna have he's gonna have a hard time and it's a shame i don't want i don't especially want anyone to have a hard time i guess he's you say not even racist neil um i guess i'm sympathetic in that the amount of talking people do on podcasts yeah is, it's a lot is a lot and i know it firsthand i'm sure there's plenty of stuff we've said that they could cut up and we could go down um, real quick i mean you're done with your they find your clip about 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 uh, the the roma 
Listen, I don't even want to say it because I don't. Listen, you got a lot going on. on the I podcast. said that a lot. black dudes have more presence than Latino guys. That was problem. People had people had a real problem with that. A lot of your views on women, I think, are very unpopular. are wonderful and progressive. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm sorry that I. I'm don't, don't apologize I'm now, oh, dude, you, Bianca. Dude, you are not sorry. I'm learning. <laughs> I'm talking to my God. My God, of course. Now you believe in a God. My, He's no, it's my, my God is my us. God is Dave Chappelle. I'm oh, talking okay. to my God. He's my God too. <laughs> um, the uh, no, he's my dad. Um, <laughs> okay, so but this speaks this one. This takes me to something else I want to talk about: the level of hypocrisy around Me Too is was glaring this week. Do you want to guess what it was? You can see it written on your page. No, I'm just, I'm, 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 if I didn't see it written on my page, I didn't know. So go ahead. Okay. So, so they're all going, uh, Bill's Me Too stuff was flimsy. He was punching down. He did a joke about Brian Cranston, them casting a handicapped person. By the way, if you're, for, if you're a handicapped guy, wrote a letter, a note that we're going to read later. And uh, he basically dunks on me. So that's fun. Um, and just so you know, if you're handicapped, just know that your time keep listening is what we're saying. Uh, so, but the thing that no one has brought up about Bill special is the fact that he says he got sexually abused by a female comedian and no one has written an article. No one has demanded her name. No one has done jack shit. All of the same women that were so disappointed with the male comedy community for not um, uh, reporting Louie or not getting behind women are now when it's someone from their team are somehow don't are not interested in exacting any sort of justice for Bill. Okay. And uh, I find it wildly hypocritical and none of them care. And no one's written... Jerry Seinfeld bleeped someone's name in Comedians in Cars this year, and there were multiple articles about it. And people said it was he bleeped Bob, Bobcat Goldthwait's name. That he doesn't like Bobcat, right? Okay. Bill says a female comedian sexually abused me, and no one cares. So do you think it's do you think the do you think that they will care at some point, Bianca? I can tell you. What what's your do you find that there is a level of hypocrisy? Do you see this as a illustration of hypocrisy about things around the uh the Me Too movement? I I guess I mean your argument you're saying that people do watch comedy with a fine tooth comb so much so that they wrote articles. They wrote articles about everything in comedians the cars. in in comedians cars about Bill Special. They they focused on five things in Bill Special except the fact. Imagine if a female comic had said a male comic right. flicked my vagina on the way out. Right, right, right. That would be the entire special. It would right, be right. Nanette. It would there would be an entire show around it. And it would be... I don't, a, I'm not disagreeing with what you're saying. Yeah. I just think that you look at things so black and white, men and women. 50-50. I, I look at things 50-50. Okay, okay, okay. I'm just saying that I think there's probably people who wrote the articles and have the opinion. It's not just women. 
I think there's a lot of men on in like the two different camps. I agree with what you're saying. I think 100% if it was a female comedian, there would be articles written about it. People kind of speculating. Be, we'd be at a march right now. We'd be, there'd be like speculations. The hats would be being knitted, marches. Because <laughs> in, in guys' cases, they kind of can't attack a female comedian. Because then you're, you're part of the problem. You can't attack a female comedian in which context? In this context. I can't say we need to bring this woman to justice because it'll just, it's not the optics. Yeah, there's bad optics for sure. So, but it is mostly women who were, who were writing how disappointed they were in their comedy brothers for not firing Dave Becky and not outing uh, Louie and cutting ties and all that stuff. And yet there is zero curiosity or investigation of who the woman was that sexually abused Bill Burr. Right. And is it because he's a man and there are obvious double standards or is it because he kind of shook it off and was like, nah, what are you going to do? I personally think it's because the better story is when women are abused by men. Yes. It's, it's more obvious, but yeah. And it's just a better, it's a, it's just a better story. It's like, oh, that's, you know, there's a trend and here's right. another evidence for the trend. But when the trend goes in the opposite way, I think people are less likely to write about it. Right. This to me is where it gets interesting, though. This is where the story, this is, that story is obvious. That story is like, right, right. That's, this is the second act twist in a movie. Like this is where you go, wait, a, a woman right. did it? Yeah, dude. Right. Again, this isn't all about male power. It's about a culture that, where everyone's kind of fucking around. Because I don't think she was trying to sexually humiliate. I don't think no, that there was any. But I also think that there were cases that men have gotten fragged that weren't about. That weren't as malevolent as people made them sound. Yeah, for sure. Even like Aziz. I think that was a lot of people's breaking point of like. Yeah. That's not the same caliber as. We can't throw him in with the yes. Harvey Weinstein's of the world. But uh, there was just this butterball. But there was a point where, as a guy, you couldn't say that um, that, that there has to be some spectrum. That's sure, what Matt but, Damon got in trouble for. And then Ronan said the same thing two months later. No one cared. But I think, I mean, the, the movement, everything we're talking about is, I don't know, Max three years old? I mean, it's uh, not. I think it's two. Two, yeah, between two and three years old. I mean, it's like happy birthday. <laughs> the Louis one is coming. Nikes. The Louis is coming up in October, actually. The Louis anniversary. The Louis anniversary. Louis what should we do? Yeah, Since this I is think a Louis I know defending what I'm podcast. Do. I think this I know is what a Louis I'm defense do. podcast. So what should Block we do? Block the door. <laughs> I'm just saying that. Yeah, I mean, what are you going to do? This is all very new territory. Everyone's. Ready to pounce yes, in their I just, direction. I can't believe that how hypocritical people are. E- and I'm a very cynical person. And I was like, I assumed when I saw Bill Special that there would be some somebody. He's something. Le- he's famous enough that someone would have. There would be something. And there's been there were people who wrote articles about Louis about Bobcat and Jerry, and not about a woman sexually assaulting Bill. Do you think Bill, Bill is maybe? I'm not going to say not that fam- as famous, but. 
It's not uh, that uh, he's famous, of course. No, because the the how do they but know Seinfeld that is she's Seinfeld. more famous than Bobcat? Yeah, but he's but no, of course. But Bobcat was is only related to Seinfeld. The you cumulative, yeah, you're right. But if there again, like if, if there was a Netflix special that was this reviewed by a woman, right. and one of the anecdotes was about being sexually assaulted on stage, they would shut down Netflix. Do you think? See, I feel like if Dave said that story. There would have been an article on it. Well, because he would have, they would have, Dave would have said something. Dave would have been like, see, bitch. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm fine with this, bitch. Yeah, fuck my dick, bitch. See, I take it. Because I'm a fucking G. Wu-Tang, motherfucker. All that shit. Um, It's like. He would have right turned here. it into yeah. He would have turned like it. this is how you should. This is how this is how this you is take how you a. Should, this I how you take, take a, this shit. <laughs> this is how you take sexual. <laughs> this is how you take an assault. Um, so, oh yeah, no, this blatant hypocrisy. I'm a hundred percent agree with you. I had like an issue with like some wording, but a hundred percent. It's also are we looking to the media to not be completely hypocritical? I mean, I when it comes to these things movements where are they're trying to run a movement when it's largely them running it you would think that there would be some level from somebody to go uh i think just in the interest of fairness we should cover bill getting sexually assaulted as much as we've covered uh the the women who louis masturbated in front but show me a movement or an organization who's in favor of movement that is not they're not covering... this blatantly hypocritical. I don't think the civil rights movement was this blatantly no, hypocritical. That, those 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 movements. They are... didn't march past a bunch of uh, Latino people, <laughs> right. like getting uh, getting their vote voting rights taken away, and yeah. been like, ah, we're on our we're, way we're to going Montgomery. This way, you're going that way, and it's just we're late. And no, I think what I mean is movements now nowadays are completely different. I, I think we've agreed that a lot of movements now don't have a focus. They're just outrage. There's just a bunch yeah. of people outraged at something. There was another one this week with uh, D. Ray McKesson and really Sean. I didn't something. D. Ray? Uh, no, D. Ray McKesson. The the guy wears the blue. Oh, uh-huh. uh huh. What happened? He in that something. in the in the it, he accused Sean King of malfeasance. And that was a big on the black side. Yeah. Oh, um, really? Yeah. And and then it was like you're jealous. His wife, Sean King's wife, came back. And Rita, it's pretty interesting. Well, but then again, everybody did rally around Terry Crews, who made a very big, you know, made it known male, that male perpetrator. That was again male perpetrator and male victim. Female perpetrator is where the rubber's going to meet the road. Maybe. The, it should I, in the interest of the any time a guy does it it's a in in terry's case it was a white guy yeah anytime a guy does it it's no budget is too high <laughs> we will throw all <laughs> of our no expense uh um all of our me and dave did it we're talking about the fact the new york times the light just changed so it just got dark yeah it really did um, I was like the me and dave did a, a phone joke about the new york times where they where they talked about Louis coming on his own stomach and about, I wanted them to say like, Hey, how many splarps was it? Was it a two splarper or a three splarper? Just out of curiosity. 
Um, yeah, they would throw <laughs> no, no cost is too high. We'll throw our best people at it, et cetera, et cetera. Right, right. right. Uh, whereas everyone's on with the bill when something when a when a woman does something to a white guy, what? I'm not from wasting my time. Right. Um, and by the way, I think it would get a lot of clicks if they did. Which, so I don't. Under, I also don't understand. I think it would be a very good article to yeah. take that and like analyze it and compare. I it hope someone writes an op-ed, like a real. Well, this is a very popular podcast. So Jezebel, I feel like it's coming. It's very popular. All right. So this week, not only was it, it's not quite Louis anniversary yet, but um, no. but. Uh, 9-11 came and went and I gotta say um, that's funny disaster <laughs> dust disaster I can't believe dust. that's true that's real I can't I don't believe it that's real. okay good um, there, there's a picture of a vial of disaster dust from 9-11 uh, it's just vials of 50 dust. 50 bucks a vial or two for 75 um, they do sell sand at the at the Sphinx, though, right? I think so. They sell some like rock particles. Yeah, that I love. Um, it's weird. Uh, the nine <laughs> eleven this year, something about all the maudlinness. Kind of, someone wrote a no, a letter about it, an email. Yeah. Uh, about how who mourned this it best? year's? Yeah, it was a real who mourned it best. What do we call that? Who? It's still it? who mourned it, but who, who who never forgot it best? Who never forgot? Um, <laughs> who never forgot it best? It's yeah, so people funny. really never forgot it this year. They really and didn't forget it. Maybe maybe next year we let it slip our mind. <laughs> I don't even know so what we we're what we're getting. I, it's an for me. It's a very awkward. Uh, I don't. Like, I think I almost the, called it a holiday. No, like, I know. What's funny is memorial. Yeah, remembrance. Remembrance Day. Day yeah. I never forget that. Um, <laughs> I always loved how it was. I'm sure I don't think you fall into this category, but how what a Thank mixed you. bag 9/11 was for not white people. Oh, I fall into that. What do you mean? Well, where you were just like, huh? Like it was hard. There's an old. There's an old USC. There's like a USC UCLA joke, which is. I root for anybody. I root for USC and anybody who's playing UCLA. Yeah. And for for people of color in America could be I root for black people and anyone who's playing white people. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like there is an element of, huh, what happened? White people? You get you get popped. Right. Got popped in the face. I um, mean, it, since it happened in New York, I feel like it's more... You and know, it was I don't colors. know what the racial makeup of the of the body count of, was, yeah. but it wasn't it wasn't like two thousand white people. It was like very mixed because New mixed. York, yeah, it's the um, World Trade Center and all this. Yeah, stuff. and a lot of cops and Fire firemen, firemen, firemen especially. That was all white. Uh, um, it, I saw a memorial and it, and it was saying remember it was Sully. It was all Sully's and no, Mickey's. It, it was on these like weird militant like inst- black Instagram like accounts I followed. They're hilarious. Um, and it was like remembering all the fallen soldiers and it was the black people who died on that day, the black servicemen. And there was so few. Oh, really? It was, was like, it cops, it was like firemen, 20 the cop, first responders? Yeah, it was like 20 cops and 30 firemen and yeah. like a few EMTs. 15 Nigerian guys selling t-shirts, <laughs> nothing? 
<laughs> they I mean, survive. Is they that will always survive. Am I, am I canceled? I can't will, be a cast member of Saturday Night Live. Oh, no. Guess you'll, what? You'll never be my famous. My face already canceled me. <laughs> my face and my skill set have already... I've been pre-canceled, motherfuckers. Um, yeah, so that's... What do you I'm, think about... Like, what are you saying non-white people on 9-11? Just nine, it's that thing of like, oh, man, what happened? <laughs> White people did what? Oh, it's awkward for me because I'm Middle Eastern, and right afterwards, the Middle Eastern rhetoric, the anti-Middle Eastern rhetoric, was very di- was disturbing. How like towelhead, all that stuff? No, not towelhead, but just a lot of like bombing the Middle East rhetoric. Yeah, it's like my grandma is Muslim. Like yeah. she's so nice. Yeah, it just is. It makes you feel so much farther away from. Maybe your white friends and their families. Yeah. And their, Cause you though, can understand their like understand vengeful it. feelings, but it's when they say mo- like, they don't, you want to talk about bad representation that the, the hijackers there. First of all, America had so little relationship with Islam before that. Yeah. Like tiny. Didn't and understand. And for that to be the intro to Islam, <laughs> it's a tough one. Yeah. Uh, that was not great. Um, no, it was really and, bad. Remember when they wanted to make a mosque and they were like, absolutely not. Yeah. I'm like, it's... Yeah. Even I was a little... I just don't build a mosque there. Just, yeah, that just seemed like... I, I get just, it. I get it. But like... So not ignorant, but I get it. Yeah. Like, I know that someone at the funeral owes you money. <laughs> wait until after the funeral. I know we owe your money. Just right. don't bring it up. Just, at the don't funeral. just wait to the wake, man. Um, yeah. So, so remember, I think it was Ricky Harris, the comedian. Someone got fucked up at his funeral. <laughs> I don't know. I want to say someone stepped to Snoop and got fucked up at the funeral. I, well, I, I, you I don't remember the exact specifics of it, but it was a funeral and someone got fucked up, and that's exciting. That's hilarious. Um, yeah, it's fantastic. Um, story. So yeah, I don't know. I guess we have to. Did you do you post anything? No, I, because not like I don't care. I tried to get Pete Davidson to do a joke about a friend of his, whose dad was also a firefighter, who mm. died on nine nine. <laughs> <laughs> and like, oh no, you don't, you don't. Did was it on TV? <laughs> no, then because all of the families got mil- like at least millions, at least a million dollars. But if you died on nine nine, just at a house fire in Brooklyn, <laughs> sorry, buddy, nothing. You got nothing. Uh, like, did they? Is there? Is there camera footage? Is there anything? Prove did anything it. collapse? <laughs> did Regis cover it? Please. Oh, Were there ominous photos of middle? <laughs> My favorite nine eleven stuff is that they said that they found Muhammad Atta's passport within four hours on the grounds. That was great. That was so the whole thing great. is great. Uh, they found his passport. Flew out. Whoa! No way. Yeah, look it up. They said in it? the in the first few hours we found the main hijackers passport. Do you believe it? No. Okay, good. <laughs> like, that's when people go, there's conspiracy. Like, that to me is a conspiracy because they're just trying to, they couldn't guarantee who did it, but they just assumed right. it was the What if it he was, was just early. like a dude on the I plane? Know, just, just a chilling. dude, yeah. Like, and he's like, as they're going down, they're like, dude, we're not all like this. <laughs> um, I'm just a regular guy. I dropped um, my I know these guys, but I don't know, they're hijacking. Um, and 
I that, think yeah. Gonna, no, but no. I don't know. Anytime I try to do a joke about this, anytime we call you a hero, it means you're making less than 50 grand a year. <laughs> That's what it means. If you There's get no called a hero, heroes. there are no rich heroes. Because you want me to prove it to you? Yes. Nurses are heroes and they help doctors. Doctors, not heroes. <laughs> they make too much money. Sorry. Sorry, yeah. doctors, not a hero. You want to like be a, a hero? Under, underdog. Hero's an underdog. Yeah, hero's a person who put it all aside. You're a hero if you're a certain sect or religion of doctor and you operate on somebody uh, that is against your, um, then you're a hero. Uh, but you can't, you ain't going to be a hero. Nurses, heroes, EMT, first responders, soldiers, teachers, heroes, garbage you... men, kind of heroes, but they're, they're make around a hundred grand. Down. So <laughs> they make a, little, a lot of money. It's a little hazy. Plus what the, all their collect, these guys collect a lot of stuff. They make a lot of money on these jobs. Believe me, Bianca. Wait, do you, what year did you start doing stand up regularly? Like, oh, seven. Okay. So I was going to say, how was it for comedians right after nine 11 to make, I like, had a good nine 11 joke. Um, it was, uh, that the, um, pilots now, because they rushed the, the, the cockpit pilots now have to seem like they're hard. So they'll come on and be like, just kind of speaking, we're going to fly at 35,000 feet. Uh, and in case you want to come up to the cockpit, just know that you will get fucked up. <laughs> We will fuck you up. Do and not then, uh, step to and then I and then the joke was like, "What are we gonna do, co-pilot? Fuck him up." <laughs> and that would kill. Um, but uh, but yeah, it wasn't like Patrice had a good one. There were a lot of good ones. Uh, it wasn't. I mean, the day of, it was, like it was fucking. It was. It was. I'll say this about nine eleven. I went down there a couple days after, maybe nine five nine sixteen, and it's the worst smell I've ever smelled. In my, it's not even close. What the fuck did it smell it like? It smelled like, you know, when you open a box from China, you just did it. But not, I'm not talking about China. like Those a Nike box. I'm talking about like you order something uh, off yeah, a dodgy I ordered, website. I, yeah, I ordered this furniture when I was a kid off China, off of a website. It came from China. And I, when I opened it, four cockroaches crawled out. Great. And I wanted to die. Um, and Disgusting. Now you're blaming that on China. I'm could not. Have, I'm just could have been the bay. You don't know. Um, okay, so you, there's that smell of like chemical, mm. chemical Ugh. production, and Ugh. industry. Right? There was that smell. Then there was like that was like I'd say that was sixty five percent of the smell. Then thirty percent, like I guess humanity. Wait, what? Humanity? Human Like human... Remains? I guess. I mean, I probably Humanity. put that on it. But, oh, yeah. But it's definitely... It's, it's, it was so pungent. And the fact that they... The fact that the, 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 the guys on the pile, those guys, that's amazing. Because that truly is um, heroic. Because it was so obvious that whatever I'm breathing in right now is bad yeah and the fact that they did it day after day after day and they'd take the mask off and they that yeah. was but because the mask i you smell it you go the mask's not gonna help yeah nothing's no. gonna help me with this um it's like you would have need a spacesuit yeah um 
He would so, need a For real. Like you couldn't. Uh, a hazmat. Probably a hazmat suit with its own air supply from New Jersey. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So that was. Uh, no, I said you, I was asking you like what. Uh, how was it for comedians and stuff like that? It was all right. It was I don't think it was. I mean, Dave was staying like on canals. Dave was staying right near it. And he yeah. said before the tower fell, it had the feeling of like a fire drill. It was like not serious. Okay. He so he, was just like, mm. like he got up and was on Canal Street and he was like, it wasn't serious. And then the tower fell and it was like, all right. Like people just, that was one of those things where people just cried. Like, all right, I'm crying. Right. That happened. Has that ever happened to you? Where you yeah, go I from? I was in Vietnam a year and a half ago with a friend of mine, and uh, and we walked past a homeless woman with a baby who had horrible birth defects, like huge, like the kind of birth defects you don't see in Western countries, mm. and like misshapen head. And I immediately started like just like, and I'm crying like split second and i just Aww. took my friend and was like do not look at that like immediate yeah like it was so graphic and awful like oh this is very awful yeah that uh, your only response is to you just, just go cry. like blah you're you're it like it it shorts your system i want to see you cry oh keep begging <laughs> i bet you do you never you bitch <laughs> you never will you bitch I really um you cry yeah i don't think you will Maybe though, um, if the pie, if we win some awards, <laughs> please win some podcast, are there podcast awards? awards, probably. I'm sure there are. So, um, so, so nine, I don't know what the remedy is, yeah, but I think that the how do we like re how do we what do we do on 9 11 that isn't the most cringy shit? It's so cringy, there's nothing you can do, it's so cringy because it's so about people make it about like, I remember. It makes that me uncomfortable. It starts turning I, into like a weird military. <laughs> people well, the good news is we, we, we're we still fighting in Afghanistan, which is, I think that that's the best way we can honor the soldiers and the troops right. and the first responders Duh. is we will not stop fighting <laughs> we won't this stop war we get until we oils. run out of money. Damn Even though fields. we should have just said, give us bin Laden, they wouldn't. We bomb them. Then we kill bin Laden. Then we're like, all right, we're getting the fuck out of here. Because uh, we had no problem with the Taliban before that. We other than the fact them. that yes, other than the fact that they were harboring a, a terrorist, terrorism. As, as a, I do not. As George Bush said, uh, "the the Instagram is just it's bad. It's like turn yeah. off your phone on nine eleven. Yeah, I don't know who. With all these things, I don't know who benefits. I don't think it comforts Pete Davidson or people who lost people that day. Yeah, I maybe I'm wrong, but I, mm, if you're if you were affected, literally like. If you were, the incest rules apply to this. Oh my God. If you were oh. first, if you were affected by incest, if rules. someone, you know, died on nine 11 and if you'd fuck them, they would have been 40% chance of birth defects. I want to hear your story. Anybody else <laughs> don't care. Um, yeah. cousins, eh, unless you were close cousin, but second cousin don't care. No, you were having, um, sex. And again, make it audio or video. <laughs> Send it to, to us. We're trying to make only. this Do thing, not uh, post it. This thing. Uh, so, you know, 9-11. God, never forget. <laughs> never forget. 
Are we being insensitive? No, no. I, it's just, what do you want me to... I don't think we are, but I don't I know what I'm are. supposed to do or what I'm supposed to... I, I am appreciative of firemen, cops, For sure. first responders. Like, I, I, there are parts of those jobs that are incredibly fucking heroic. Yeah. There are parts that are not, and there are parts of those jobs that are... those. Some cops are really fucking shitty. Um, and so, but I don't know what I'm supposed to do or... Or how I'm supposed to never forget. I remember it. I don't know what lesson to take. It also was, it's really like an icky, sordid sort of thing that happened. Like some shit doesn't make sense. Everyone is a little still confused on some things that happen. The amount I don't, of, I'm not confused. What are you confused well, about? The amount of times I've heard that a plane did not fly into the Pentagon and a plane did 100% fly into the Pentagon and all these conflicting things. I'm like, right. I fucking no. Yeah. Like I'm obviously not going to go do a investigative report about it, but I've seen enough information that isn't on sheeple.com, like legitimate yeah. investigations into it that it's just strange. So uh it is strange. I, you know, you know how I feel about conspiracies. I know, and I'm a, I'm a I'm more down than you, but sometimes there are things that are just you don't have a good answer for. Doesn't mean Chappelle reminded me of something, which is in the run up to war in oh three. Yeah. The army started buying a shitload of ads on Chappelle show. Wow. Just a shit and I completely forgot. Like he was like, You don't remember when they bought like but they were like, We only want that show. We don't want any of the other what? we want that young show. Because they knew it would appeal to young and black people. But which, I mean Halliburton. Whereas they was... call them cannon fodder. <laughs> um uh like Halliburton was building there before we even. They've all been a, there. They've all been there forever. I don't. I don't believe that it was a. I don't believe that. I don't believe any. I believe that it was the dumb neocons and all that shit, and yeah. they wanted to invade, and then they finally had a reason. I don't think that they made the reason up. Right. And I don't think that they bombed. Their two guys hit the World Trade Center. It was like fuck it, let's bomb the Pentagon. I right. believe that they did bomb the Pentagon. I yeah. believe that they did fly a plane in the Pentagon. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. uh, the Pennsylvania one maybe got shot out of the sky, um, by the American military. Did you ever but, see flight 93? Yeah. Was it good? I did uh, not want to see that. The one where they, the let's roll one? They like, guess what happened on the plane, I guess. Oh, uh, um, they bought, they I rushed didn't see it. it. No, the guy's a good director, Paul Greengrass. Apparently, but I, and people are like, it's actually not a bad movie. But I'm sure. I'm like, I don't want to watch that. Yeah. It's really it's very dramatic. Did you hear? That's a very dramatic situation. It's like no thanks. I'm yeah. Gonna, um, how Mark Wahlberg was supposed to be? Yeah, he, on was, that. he would have said. He and he's like, it. I would have. It would. Yeah, have, I probably would have stopped just, it. <laughs> yeah, that's a guy for you. That's what guys are like, bro. I would have stopped. Dude, he's cast him on SNL. Yeah. Um, Bianca, I sent you a troubling article yesterday, and you. Yeah. So rude. Disobeyed me directly. <laughs> Sorry, Dad. Which is, there is an article, and this article basically said, it's in Mother Jones, who I then made a donation to. Um, alcohol so is as much a carcinogen as, almost as cigarettes. It It's a huge effector of breast cancer and colon cancer. Yeah. And they've basically covered it up with the and the biggest portion of of 
ammunition that they used was there was a story in 60 minutes in the 90s about wine being a it's good for you that whole wine is good for you thing and it doesn't make you fat and all that stuff uh but it has a lot of carcinogens yeah they all they were like no it's all the stats they just cherry picked all the stats yeah and said it'll you live longer and less heart disease and all that stuff because the way they did the stats were dead wrong yeah and people in france were dying of cancer from all this great wine that's right. helping them. uh so uh, again any other substance on earth that was responsible for this much death and carnage this is american carnage that our great our great president was talking about um yeah that's the article uh the it's this it's alcohol it you couldn't you couldn't what drunk driving uh rape domestic violence cancer cirrhosis of the liver it's everything and probably affects heart disease the fas fetal alcohol syndrome yeah oh yeah, yeah yeah absolutely um uh it was funny i actually realized how bad alcohol is for you a few years ago when my friend who's a vegan and it, like a preachy dumb one that one doesn't of the great ones, like yeah. always <laughs> cites like the chinese study yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. dude you don't know what you're talking about yeah um and we got in an argument and i was like i'm gonna go and so i told her you know cheese isn't nearly as bad for you as tequila which you love and she said, I bet you a million dollars that tequila is better for me than cheese. And I was like, okay, let's go okay. do some That's a research. tough thing to prove, but you're, it's right. I just don't know how you prove it. You, I literally just went in a warm internet wormhole about how bad, how terrible alcohol is for your body. Oh, yeah. And how it is the leading causes in so much can't there's no way to drink healthy there's absolutely zero no way and that's to drink what healthy. they that's what the alcohol business in this article they talk about how they've just been promoting they have people jogging in their commercials yeah. <laughs> like jogging it's part of a healthy diet no it's not it, dude it's ethanol yeah also it's, no one wants to jog while ta- you're drinking it would you be surprised if i told you gasoline was carcinogenic no it's the same family yeah they just sh- put sugar in it it's gasoline. Whenever I, whenever, you know, when you first drink alcohol and you're like, what the fuck is this? Yeah, it's terrible. And then it's still terrible. You just have all these rationalizations piled up in your head. Like, well, it's not, you wouldn't drink it if it didn't get you drunk ever in no. a million no, years. No, no. You wouldn't drink this shit if it didn't, if it didn't, you wouldn't even use it as a cleanse, cleansing product in your house. It's it's Lysol. It's it's all the same family. They just put sugar in it. You did send me that article as I was about to go get wasted. Boarding your bus for your... Boarding my bus for my party. For your tour of uh, sins. I'm paying for it. All the carcinogens. Uh, and you drank too much, you said? But you I don't remember how much. I drink a lot. I drink a lot. But I wasn't, I wasn't like... Do you have cancer? <laughs> I don't know. Do you, want to get a, do you want to get a mammogram right I now? I will say I don't drink that often. I don't... And when I drink, I don't get drunk, drunk. I don't know if it matters. I don't think it. The stats are odd in that if they're if you if you drink regularly, it's bad. If 
you drink like two a day, it's bad. Two a day? Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. But let me tell you something. A lot of people have used alcohol that aren't, you know, drunks on the street or. Well, that's what the woman's saying. Like, she's like, I don't know if I. Because she pointed out how much drinking you do in high school. And something like 90% of drinking that people do before they're legal is binge drinking. Yeah. And binge drinking is, yes. Binge drinking is, is, is defined as four or more a sitting. I will say though, I feel like before you're legal, you also throw up a lot more due to binge drinking. <laughs> and I don't know, maybe it's not. And you can keep it's going. <laughs> it's just not. Oh, you get that. it out of your system. I sure. So. That's what I you mean, gotta I tell just, yourself, you don't know Bianca. It, yeah, there we go. Uh, not yes, bad. it's probably you're probably it's probably healthy to throw up. It's probably healthy because you. you're getting rid of cancer. You had a beer two nights ago. I did. How do you feel about yourself? I have colon cancer. <laughs> I diagnosed myself. I Are stuck my boobs? finger in my own ass, and I was like, "I know what's up there." <laughs> that wasn't there the other day. Uh, yeah, I don't. I don't. I just don't drink. And my biggest worry is sugar. You don't sugar get fat? is gonna, huh? You don't want to get fat. No, I don't. It, I'm not worried about fat. I'm worried about my sugar intake is insane. Like you do like sweet. I really. I don't get it. Ice cream. I'm like. I had the thought last night. You know what a garbage head is. Garbage yeah. head in drugs is someone who'll just do any drug. Okay. They'll do pills, I've they'll never do coke, they'll do any shrooms, whatever. Garbage head. Garbage head. I'm a <laughs> garbage, garbage head. head for sugar. Anything you got, I'll take. That's so strange. Yeah, I know. And I and I like I'll plan my day around a big one later. A big ice cream later. I hate sweets. Do you really? I you know the feeling that you get from eating something really salty? Like you kind of have to stop. It's like uh-huh. your body is reacting to it somehow that is the exact same feeling i get when i eat too much like if i'm eating an ice cream i can have like five bites and i'm wow. like god this i had a carton of ice cream yesterday a carton a carton of ice cream alone neil brennan carton ND? of ice cream that's sunday fucking, i had feel a, like i can feel the sugar in my going in my blood and it feels very uncomfortable had a cone saturday took friday off i think but I'm one of those people who know when people go, I haven't had a drink in 11 days. I'm like, well, who counts? Uh, but you know how many days. I could tell you <laughs> where. But then what is the difference between drinking and all that sugar? I, mean, I don't much. know. It might There might not be one. I mean, according to those sugar documentaries, it's really, yeah, it's what, all bad. It's all bad. Somebody, a friend of mine was talking about she was doing a juice cleanse Someone got diagnosed with cancer and they tried to do a juice cleanse. But what they they did sh- they did fruit juice. You can't do fruit and juice. you can't do fruit juice because it's all sugar. It's all sugar. And you got to do vegetable juice, which is gross, but it's healthy. I make a smoothie every morning and I call it a mud smoothie because it tastes like fucking mud. What's in it? Like beets and parsnips and greens and water and lemon juice and like greens and beets. Is it filling? It's really filling. It's disgusting though. But if you just do it every morning, you're yeah, like, whatever, if you expect it, you just... it's not a big deal. But everybody wants when people are like, I'll make you a smoothie. Now, when I taste like it, Jamba like, Juice is so... a is a sugar is might as well be like Dylan's candy bar. Dylan's <laughs> is what a Jamba Juice is. It's so not healthy. No, it's bad. or acai balls not healthy. No. Acai's got such a high sugar count. You it's can insane. get the unsweetened acai, which people don't. I have unsweetened acai. The 
but the fruit it's from the fruit yeah but some of them aren't some of them get them when they're like really ripe and they're sweet and so oh, you can oh, get them oh, when it's like no. fermented that's what the yeah, that's what? what the sugar is no it just oh yeah i guess yeah when it's ripe. yeah you can get the unsweetened kind from trader joe's thank is you is that true already frozen interesting and it says unsweetened yeah it says unsweetened. is that would you put that in your smoothie i put that in my smoothie makes it look like fucking mud great you're welcome um let's do some emails it's time to check that email sweat it out bianca's hung over guys <laughs> i am she literally just during that graphic was like whoo are we how much hey no i'm fine. I'm do fine. i Don't is my him. daughter here to pick <laughs> me up yet <laughs> i will be a better mom than that what's going on neil and bianca hope all's well just want you to know just want to know how neil feel and how binky dicky about best man made of honor speeches i kind of feel like neil when it comes to weddings but i'm the best man at a wedding and i'm trying to figure out should i go to the go the roast route or uh try to be funny no and try to be funny or... and try to be funny the reminiscing route and talk about the past or should i keep it short and simple my suggestion be funny you guys much success uh, I went to a wedding Saturday night and uh, there was, I saw a little bit of a toast. I think go funny. Go funny. I think You're if boring. you can be funny, anyone can be saccharine. Literally anyone in the world can be saccharine. It's not hard. A first grader can be saccharine. It takes zero wit, takes zero. You just right. go, I love you more today than metaphor. That's all you need. No one's funny. So right. be funny. And you can... Seth Meyers' brother Josh did a toast at Seth's wedding that was so fucking great and funny. It was insane. And and 50 people had done toast the day before. Right. Like, hilarious. Like, Will Forte did the funniest toast I've ever seen in my life. Like, it was... He did it as a character from Sorry Alive. Um, who basically said that he fucked Seth's wife. <laughs> and... And... Uh, he goes, and he's anti-Semitic. Is this weird character Hamilton? <laughs> it was like this Obama. Uh, but he said, uh, he goes, Seth Meyers' wife, beautiful skin, hook nose, perfect tits, <laughs> kill. I mean, it killed. Oh, that's so uh, and then Josh went the next day and murdered with great jokes and sentiment but it wasn't schmaltzy sentiment right, it right. was just real it was realism so if you can be funny be funny that'd be my advice i did uh my my best friend's wedding i they required us to do like you're on in three i'm like what the fuck yeah whatever it's fine uh i did I did a speech and everyone was like that was the best speech ever it was so i i think if you mix it with being a little bit funny and yeah. real like what you're saying, you'll be fine. You don't yes. have to be that funny. Also, it was not that stiff of competition. Right. but you, like, And also, see how long it is and cut something. Yeah, cut, keep it moving. Keep it short. Do no not, one's going to be like, you, I wanted you to talk longer. <laughs> hey, amateur speaker, I wish you'd spoken for longer no and made me, un, made me hold my breath because an amateur was speaking. Have you ever given a speech? Gave a speech? Uh... Saturday night at the comedy store. No, uh, yeah, I gave a speech. Uh, Mike Sure, Mike Sure, 
Sure. Mike Shore, Mike Shore, he uh, created Parks and Rec and Good Place and Office and all that shit. But a uh, old friend of mine, at his, he married Regis Philbin's daughter. Oh, funny. So I gave a toast where I basically just talked about wanting to have sex with Joy Philbin, <laughs> Regis's wife, about Regis. It was I, it was really fun, and I just, completely forgot about it until just now. Until you asked me, I was like, I don't know. And then I, and they so like good. talk about it in their family and stuff. That's like it was so really funny. funny. Um, but because she's the <laughs> she's so great looking. She's good, she's good looking. Yeah. Um, I haven't seen her in a while, but she. she I love how you're like give a speech and you just talk about fucking your mother in law. That's yeah. so good. Goodbye. <laughs> you know, Bianca. At the end of a hard week, it's great to sit down, take some time off, and watch some football. Game-winning touchdowns on two-minute drives, running backs racing down the sidelines with no one to stop them. <laughs> there's nothing else like the NFL. And there's no better way to make the games more exciting than to bet on them. So do the smart thing, Banks and listeners, and go to mybookie.ag. That's mybookie, M-Y-B-O-O-K-I-E dot Ask God. A-G. No one gives you more ways to win than they do. My bookie's got the fastest payouts and better lines than any other sports book. Don't forget, where you're betting is just as important as who you're betting on. And mybookie.ag, Ask God, is the best in the business. It's where I play. It's where you should, too. Uh, I wouldn't be telling you guys this if, it, if I didn't play it, if I didn't think it was great. And uh, like I said... It used to be the Wild West. You'd have to call a guy on a payphone. You'd get it, you'd, your life. It felt seedy. And this is like, just be a human being and bet on uh, football. Uh, if you're going to do it, go through my bookie. Yeah. Do, and you want to tell him, uh, tell him Neil sent you. Here's how. Uh, if you're the kind of guy that likes to bet a little and win a lot, try a parlay. If all your picks come through, you'll multiply your winnings. And no matter how you bet, the NFL season is the best time of year. Join now, and my bookie will double your first deposit if you use promo code NEAL, N-E-A-L, N-E-A-L is the promo code. They will double your deposit. They'll match your deposit. Like a rich parent, they will match your deposit. If you put $1,000 in your account, guess what, bro? 2000 Etc. Etc. Um, visit mybookie.askgod today. You play, you win, and you get paid. <laughs> Goodbye. 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 You've got mail. Um, hey, Bianca Neal. There was a thing that went around this summer about how 51% of Americans, if they go swimming, don't shower in the summer, and that 40% mm-hmm. pee in the pool. Since it's well known, black people don't swim, especially since it's white people that. Shut down the pools. <laughs> Shut them down. Uh, and that Asian Americans aren't a significant enough population to count. That wow. means it's white people who are doing this. All right. First of all, what about Latino and Middle Eastern? <laughs> this guy. This fucking, fucking guy. Coming here. Smallpox. Being more racist statements. than us. How dare he? Um, uh, yeah. The reason why people don't shower and pee in the pool is because they're not fucking cops. Also, don't. Sh- I don't get if they go swimming, they don't shower in the summer. What? They don't shower afterward. Oh, like I already got one. Yeah, it's a, what they used to call a, various races, Puerto Rican shower. Oh, yeah, whatever. What your whatever, favorite. Yeah. The, whatever group you want to slag. In Germany, um, Turkish shower. Yeah, Turkish shower. 
I love there's a different. Who was your shower joke about in this region? I'm sure in Nigeria it's Ghani. You know yeah, what I mean? Like, like it's like the Ebo or Slag yeah, in the. Uh, it's Congo shower. Um, Congolese South, shower. South America, Venezuelan shower. That should be part of like. Oh, so what's the cuisine? What yeah, language and you who's speak the there? shower? Who are you guys shitting on? Um. Yeah. Hilarious. So, uh, yeah, they don't because who I don't when I pee in the pool. I gotta say I don't pee in the pool. I please. of course. Hello. Where, what are you gonna get Grow out up. and go to the bathroom? Grow up. Chlorine kills it all. Grow it's up. Fine. Yeah. Um. There's a we deal with a lot of kind of disgusting stuff that Me we don't you? realize. No, just people. Oh. Our lives are more genital and pee based than we let <laughs> on. They were just very oral sex and just there's a lot of just like that. Ah. It's ah. yeah, we're gross. Yeah, we're gross in so it just there's points where we're just gross. Yeah. Like the pool, it's just a different thing. Women are dressed in underwear. <laughs> yeah. And but they carry a bag, so it seems fine. And, and then, then everyone pees. Well, no, uh, there that's thicker material. You can't oh, see as please. much. Do you think any guy knows that it's thicker material? Do you <laughs> okay, think that whatever. that makes any difference? No, I'm just saying. It's for not the it's record. a bathing it's a it's underwear. It's okay. thicker material. Okay. <laughs> so is. wear that on the podcast next week. Wear I a bathing suit because it's just thick. The material well, is so I do. thick. Apparently I wear So lingerie. yeah, people and don't put this on black people. Or don't put this on white people. <laughs> it's young people. <laughs> put this on people. Goodbye. You've got mail. Uh, I read an article the other day where the author stated that the Emmys, as well as other award ceremonies, should do away with gender-specific categories such as Best Actor, Best Actress, and instead just use something like Best Performance. Do you think this would be a good idea? I personally don't no. have very strong feelings on the matter. The only thing I wouldn't like is if, as opposed to five men and five women being recognized, we just got five total nominations. Uh, there's also a possible scenario that could arise where more or all of the nominees are from one gender. Um I well the the what he's not what people don't realize about these award shows is they're purely promotional. Yeah, they're so they're just they need to get the they word need, out about yeah, more about of these, these movies people. and these movies and these people. They're creating brands about these actors and trying to make them box office stars so that the studios fund this system basically to make stars and then they then they go all right we can use him. It's good for international. Yeah. If you win an Academy Award, then they can put you in movies that will play. You'll you're just more marketable. So it's all a marketing ploy, and it's also, as I've said before, it encourages people to come out here so that we can have extras in Hello. movies. Uh, we be, need them. We need extras, and this you... when they when they hear, and people need to be told that anything's possible and to follow their dreams, except they don't give the caveat. <laughs> It really helps if you're hot. <laughs> they don't say that. They should. If you're really talented and really hot, then some of your dreams might come true. Everyone else, none of your dreams are coming true. There are not hot people in the entertainment industry. Where's that? <laughs> Where's that? Not in acting. Right. Well, there's the, you know, you need the like fat friend. I said super talented. Oh, yeah. Shane Gillis would would have been a fat friend. Our rest in peace. Um, um, wait, but okay. Take it outside of that world. Do you think men and women should have the separate things or do you think it matters? I, I don't care. I don't, I find the whole thing embarrassing. I find these very, award shows embarrassing. It's, you've been to award shows. Are mm -hmm. they, they, are they fun? No, they're incredible. They're a high school assembly. 
Oh, okay. Yeah. It's duh. fucking boring. It's what just about as boring as a high school assembly gold and gold. nerve wracking because you're just judging. Right. You, you Everyone feel judged. Is judged. Like, wait, is he being weird to me? What was with that? Why is it da, 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 da? like it's a it's a it's a landmine. What about Golden Globes? That looks fun. Uh, I haven't been. I don't know. It's still work. Yeah, it's still work. It's still work. I don't really like I don't want to get drunk around. Yeah, you don't like office parties. Oh, someone there was a rap. There was a premiere party for a show and i won't say what show and a pa drove home from the party and died or no killed someone oh they were drunk and they killed someone um and it's like yeah don't serve alcohol at your job yeah that's because you're giving people cancer and i can't wait till they <laughs> sue you for cancer goodbye wait let me do this one. you've got mail hi neil i'm an avid stand-up fan Patton oswald being one of my favorites recently i was listening to his annihilation which is one of my favorites, and realize something. You may have started a theme with your emotional stuff portion of Three Mics. More and more, I hear comedians take a break in their set to talk about a serious topic. Patton Oswalt did just have a large family crisis with his wife passing, but this is a trend? Is this a trend? Well... Or is it just a coincidence? How do you feel? And what Binky thinky, more importantly? Well, I think it is both a coincidence and a trend how about that because i don't think anyone took i don't think Patton saw three mics and (laughs) i don't think uh i don't i I mean i did three mics because i had done an hour on comedy central that no one cared about so i was like well i'm not going to do that again so let me do something else (laughs) i'd seen mike berbiglia do my girlfriend's boyfriend and sleepwalk with me and thought like that's a better that i i just need to do something to stand out so let me just do like a narrative right something narrative and did three mics and then uh then i saw then nanette came out and Patton's wife died so he kind of yeah. couldn't not address it yeah it would have been not he couldn't be like dedicated to my i mean he could have gone like dedicated to my wife but it kind of feels like if you get, you know, Pryor talked about his his fire. So um, I he's, think you kind of have to. He's up there enough that you're going to be like, you have to be. A, I just feel like if you're a big comedian, you have enough, I don't know, comedic intelligence to, to talk about it and navigate around it. So, yeah, I uh, yeah. So I don't take I'm not a big credit taker. There are times where I'm like, huh, that seems familiar. But I don't like because I have friends that are very like they stole that from me. And I'm like, ah, eh. in I comedy, just don't. Yeah, it's, it's a weird thing to want to always get credit. I, me and Che ha- both have jokes about Flavor Flav and um, DMX right now, and his is going to come out, and then yeah. mine's going to come out, and people are going to go like, wait a minute, <laughs> I already know that we both have them. The thing that people underestimate with these like so and so stole, we get a lot of our ego from our originality so i don't want to not be original you know like i don't want to not i don't want to seem like a hack yeah i don't want to get side by side on youtube (laughs) and but there's times where i've done like i've I've done stuff on the daily show and then people have done it in their stand-up and i'm like "Mm, what i don't think they stole it i just you can think of there's parallel thinking i don't think that there's there's more comics than there's ever been there's only so many areas Right. I guess it's like that Michael Jackson thing where it's like, yeah, you can either do fuck him, he's a child molester, or eh, 
eh, it could be worse or I don't care. Like, there's not that many things. Goodbye. You've got mail. Hey, Neil and Bianca, I'm a huge basketball fan. And during the NBA season, there is a basketball game on in my house most nights. My eight-year-old daughter will often sit and watch with me. And last season, she randomly asked me why most of the players were black. We're white. <laughs> uh, I wasn't sure what the answer was. My guess was that it's po- a popular game in many areas where there's a large back population, but I felt like I might be missing something. Yeah, you're missing something. It's pretty major, too. I figured I'd reach out to the top race authorities in the podcast game for some insights. Um, And then he said, Neil, after hearing about your locking cookie jar, I bought one for my weed so I could uh, only give myself access to it on the weekends. It has helped to cut my consumption back to a much more reasonable level. Big time game changer. Thanks for letting me know. Um, He's forgetting, you know, he's forgetting, which white people often do. What? Slavery. Duh. Fucking slavery. Talk about a thing that we should never forget. Yeah, talk about a never forget for slavery. Talk about. I mean, I don't know how you do it with. How do we do with the post? It's just not. We don't. It's that nine nine thing. Like, is there video? Yeah. Is there a speech? Is there George Bush with a? Is there a slave owner with a bullhorn? Is, <laughs> is there, there any that, iconography we can use? We need. They see what nine eleven has that slavery doesn't is optics that everyone can that makes people feel good. No one feels bad, even even Middle Eastern people. It's like mm, yeah. yeah, they'll just pose the two towers. Like, yeah, and slavery makes white people feel. What was I watching? Have you been listening to the pod, the sixteen nineteen? No, podcast? You, I just talked to you yesterday about it. No, yesterday. No, Saturday. Yeah, Saturday. What did we say? You were just like, hey, did you... And I was like, no, I just forgot. Oh, about it yeah. Until yeah. Just well, now. it's just a... It's just a bummer. It's just a fucking... It's an Good old-fashioned bummer. bummer. Like, oof. Take your medicine. So the reason there are... <laughs> uh, the black people are uh, big is because they were trying to make a super slave. So they would have the biggest man have sex with the biggest woman. And it gave birth, and then they would give birth to large people, and uh, and then that just, and then you know how genes are, and then next now thing we you do. know, and then it's also there's the economic parts, which you're not wrong about. It's popular in black neighborhoods because the barrier to entry is low, doesn't cost very much. They already have Jordans, hello, and uh, and so why not? Um, uh, basketball's inexpensive. Doesn't you don't need a gym, you don't need equipment very much. And there, and in economically depressed neighborhoods, there are a few ways to get out. Yeah, it's wrapping ball or gross the streets. The streets, or of course, getting an MBA. Uh, <laughs> the third one that Biggie cut that out. Uh, getting an MBA. Um, so, uh, so yeah, so it was slavery. Usually, if just say slavery. Most problems say. can go back to slavery. Yes, just about every problem. Marshall Warfield was talking about that the other yeah. night. Like, yeah, it's just all about slavery. Hey, oh, that's what we were talking about. The the sixteen nineteen was talking about how uh, oh, Medicare yeah. for all and and Obamacare. There was, um, there was there were hospitals. They they fought, black people were freed just with no direction, no money, nothing. And somebody finally was like, we need, they need hospitals. These people are fucking dying. Yeah. They were, black people were, dead black bodies were littering the streets, they said. That's how bad things were. That's so It's so crazy. And then, so they opened a few and it was like the Freemans Mm. something. 
and they open a few hospitals and then you're never going to believe this white people burnt them down <laughs> Just, no yeah you're not going to believe it white people that? burnt them down and um, then and then they said, oh, and of course, at some point they said these black people can't get healthy. They have bad immune systems. Just the class. They ran the playbook, which is deprive them and then say it's their fault. Um, and then when we were talking and you're like Medicare came from slavery and I was like tipping came from slavery. Yeah. Tell that. Like, explain um, that. Basically, when uh, when uh, slaves were freed, they still kind of kept a lot of the same jobs, but. A lot of people were, I think a lot of business owners still didn't want to pay them. Like, oh, now I got to pay you? Like sharecroppers? Yeah. No, no. They started getting into working at restaurants okay. and things like that. But they still didn't feel like paying a slave. So they were like, we're not going to pay you, but you know, you can get tipped based on like how good of a service you did. And that was basically where tipping came from this is a sort of and i looked it up and that was true because that sounded like a fib this I is a blanket I... smallpox blanket question which is and it's so smallpox broad blanket question <laughs> it's so broad do you think black people have better immune systems than white people i've heard it alluded to it so i know amongst black people i know like, you know we don't get that kind of thing apparently black babies black baby girls in ICU and just in like delivery in hospitals are the healthiest of all babies. I didn't want to say black girl magic, but I, <laughs> black baby magic. Say it. Black baby magic. Um, but now having said that, black women, the mortality rates when they have babies That's, because that has to do with the care that they're getting. That has to do with the care. Like the, um, the youngest baby born uh, is a black I think it was that. Oh, the most successful preemie of all time. Yeah, black black baby girl. The hottest preemie of all time. <laughs> the um, the the black yeah, that's the 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 little bow wow preemies. Ew. <laughs> Goodbye. Um, You've got mail. I love you guys. Feel it from day one. Do you think social media influencers deserve the term celebrity? They have millions of followers. Get invited to red carpet events. And brands use them in advertising. Question. How do other celebrities treat social media influencers and what do they think of them? Um, social media influencers like James Charles can feel like they're at the same level as an A-list celebrity and everyone else knows that they aren't. Question, do you think young white people dropping out of school for a potential career in social media is worthwhile? Did I say young white people? Just young people. <laughs> yes. I see white places. Well, More than young influencers wrong. are dropping out of college. More young influencers dropping out of college and even high school to pursue a career in social media. Um, I, I personally, social media, I'm wondering how long they can parlay it. Oh yeah. It's not. meaning I, some of, a lot of the, the people that are successful in social media are all good looking. Yeah. They're really, except the one guy, the, the blonde guy who looks like a caveman who did the who did the thing he where he's like first two first names Paul yeah Ryan. jared paul or something paul, something, paul something. but he just looks Ryan. he's so gross to me like ugh. but no he's but he's i think he's like, good looking at white girls yeah white like he's like bro he just looks like, like a cave bro. man he looks like uh the <laughs> brennan fraser movie encino man uh, encino he looks like man, encino man. Um, the jews uh and so i think i, I uh, they make me feel old, but they'd all be hosts. In the old days, they all would have been hosts. 
yeah back then there can... weren't enough jobs for them but they all would have been hosts on like hey i'm coming to you yeah, live yeah, they that's all what, are coming to you live from they, their room that's appropriate yeah they're like, all that's the jump they make right but what i'm saying is do they want to make the jump lily singh is starting a late night show at 1 30 after seth on nbc I guess that's a promotion. Who is she? She's an Indian girl who had a YouTube channel and was popular. Um, Okay. If they are just getting a bigger platform for what they already do, that's one thing. But I'll go on auditions sometimes and and they will say, put your Instagram. Yeah. They want to say, oh yeah, all the time when I cast people, it's how many followers do they have? Yeah. Uh, And my friend works in PR and this talent agency approached her to do their PR. Um, and they were, they were one of like the leading challenge talent agencies for, or management companies for influencers. And I saw their deck. I mean, these people have 18 million followers, 17 million, 10 million followers. I don't know a single one of them. I looked up yeah. some of them cause I was so interested. Like what yeah. the fuck is going on? And then you don't even really know what the appeal is. It's photos. It's, yeah. they rarely talk. If they talk, it's, so boring yeah it's very i don't know i think you go to certain pages for certain things so if you're pretty and i want to look at you fine if you start posting about like the planet's dying and we need to see the earth you're not yeah. going to get any likes so yeah. unless you oh the, you got to keep it super shallow super whatever if yeah. you are a save the planet account you can't post a selfie no one's going to give a fuck yeah so i don't know how these people will d- transition to but I don't know what they have to transition to. It was the thing we were talking about sitcoms. Why would I do a sitcom if I'm Theo or Dalia or yeah? Why would you're I get gonna take a, a pay cut? Yeah. Why me and Charlotte were times like, why do a show when you can do you can get all the profit on YouTube? It's a shittier. But you can get a lot of profit if on you podcasts. Have millions, yeah, if you have millions of viewers on YouTube, why would you and go... And no boss and avid listeners and like, wh- I don't... Because it's that... The way movies used to be to one, TV, yeah. TV is to social media where people think it's an upgrade and it's, it's not. It's a legitimate... It's not. It's not an upgrade. If you can do it on social, fuck TV. That's yeah. the way I feel. Like, I don't... If I could... If I... If this gets more... I don't... I wouldn't... I'm not dying to do this on a network. No. I'm not dying to do it doesn't seem better to me. No, no, no. This like even we like do the, it roast oh, the roast was on yesterday. I don't have Comedy Central. Yeah. I'm like, I don't fucking know what to do. Like I want to see it, but yeah, I don't I really have Comedy it. Central. I have Comedy Central. Awesome. Give me your password. <laughs> okay. Uh so and in terms of how they're treated, I think the young people treat them as peers, but I also think that they know that if you're an actor or a singer or whatever, you're more talented. But you know, I don't think Ariana Grande looks at these people as peers. No, no. Or any any of these. Big I think young once stars. they leave, I think they're looked down a little bit. It's a little like he yeah. came from. If you have to media. tell me how many followers you have, that's not a good sign. But you're right because, or if there's a kind of famous before famous, not good. You're right about. That a lot more people are watching streaming YouTube, blah blah blah, yeah. than like going on to try to find a show on Comedy Central. Yeah, I just, feel like you're the Spade, way of the future. Why are you going? Spade, I mean, based on Spade's ratings, he has way more Instagram followers than are watching the Comedy Central show because Instagram's free. No, that it's Netflix. What is? No, no, lights out nope. or whatever it's called. 
Nope, Comedy Central. Damn, really? There, therein lies the problem. You don't even know where it is. Um, yeah, right. so, and they get more views. Seth's monologue, Corden's monologue, they get more views on YouTube than they do on the show. I like, I like Spade's, um, I like Spade's Instagram account. I, saw, I only saw one episode of Lights yeah. Out, but I'm like, I like Some people, him. I just, I want small servings and I want uh, just shorter stuff i don't yeah, need to like i like the yeah exactly i don't need a whole narrative because it's not only him too it's like all these yeah. other comics if i don't yeah. dig some of them i'm like okay i don't know yeah so like i don't i don't think that a i think the thing to do is the thing you want to do right and then see if you can make money from it you know like i don't because we we have so much autonomy it's wouldn't you, i wouldn't even call it autonomy i don't even think about the this in terms of uh we gotta no uh, it's just like it's Monday? like a volunteer it's like volunteer it's like it's working volunteer. out or something yeah except if except, someone was calling you guys look better <laughs> if you so- guys feel better <laughs> afterwards <laughs> if someone was calling us and like you guys need to be here but fuck yourself first of all you wouldn't be there you'd be like i'm not i don't go places i don't have a car you'd disagree with them the show starts at one thirty. No, it doesn't. Wait, Shut what? Up. I'm very it agreeable. Starts at one twenty nine sixty. I'm very agreeable. Um, Goodbye. You've got mail. Hey, hello. Oh, hello, Bianca Neal. Neal is someone who is always who is always touting psychology and therapy. You wouldn't consider what Kevin Hart did to Little Nas X to be gaslighting. I don't think he needs to be canceled, but he knew exactly what he was doing because he didn't think it was important enough to talk about. Also, Woody Allen marrying his adopted stepdaughter. His adopted daughter is reason enough to never trust the guy again. Love the show. Um, okay. Okay. All right. Once again, <laughs> Kevin wasn't gaslighting him. He was trying to show his new um, uh, wisdom. And he was also, instead of, I don't, when he, when he questioned little Nas X about like, why, what's the big deal? He was trying to signal to the black community that we need to get past this shit. We need to get past gayness in the hood, right? It's kind of like, why? What's the big deal? Who cares? But he, he should have said that if that's what he was Here's trying to thing. signal. He was drunk. Oh. What? So he, he was clearly drunk. Oh, I did. Kevin know was, he was clearly drunk. drunk. Is that a, they talked about it on the show? Yes. Oh, he's like, I'm Later drunk. on, Kevin, someone said, Kevin, you're not from the hood. And Kevin Hart goes, I think my record speaks for itself. And and they were like, we're talking to Kevin Love. <laughs> um, so Mike, he was drunk. He was like clearly drunk. Right. That's not the, the um, conversation. So people to... want access to famous people. They want to hear everything. But yet if they get drunk, you're holding them to a, a politic, a, a politician standards, right. which this isn't, you're never, it's gonna, you can do that, but it, your entertainment's going to be worse. You can do it, but it's going to be worse. But this did strike a nerve with people. The fact that he was, who cares? I mean, I don't really care if people don't like what he's saying. I think it's perfectly fine to say, but I do understand that it looks slightly dismissive to what's going on with Lil Nas I think he was trying to say he was past it. Yeah. I mean, again, I'm biased because I like the guy, but, yeah. but and I don't think he's homophobic, et cetera. But. No, no, no. I don't either, but I also think it's, once you start having to interpret what someone was meaning. Yeah. I mean. Right. But he also, as he told Terry Gross, when he, the same month he wrote the tweets about 
gayness Doll, dollhouse he about breaking a dollhouse over his son's head and again if <laughs> kevin breaks a dollhouse so over his son's head where is kevin gonna sleep that night <laughs> he's a tiny little man it's um, still so funny to and me. he also that same month tweeted that dark-skinned women will fuck your credit up <laughs> so no one's marching what are we for doing what are we women doing here. yeah like what's the so that's a joke but that's not yeah. what's the tell me the difference um the difference goodbye i'm typing you've got mail. hello <laughs> neil and bacon one of the eight percent here so i started seeing this guy this summer we know each other from before i kind of knew he had a crush on me i didn't like him back but we ended up going to this concert together in the beginning of the summer we had a really good time and we were seeing each other e- each other up until two weeks ago when he moved to london for work now we both know this was happening so it wasn't a surprise and there were no expectations whatsoever i've been against I've always been against long distance relationships because they seem naive and pointless to me. So I was the one to rule that out when he was leaving. However, I do miss him. Aww. We can talk about music a lot. And I realized that no guy has ever treated me better. Should I initiate an LDR situation or should I just call it bad timing and move on with my life? How Neil feel what WBT about long distance relationships. By the way, London's a three hour flight away from where I live. If that matters. What? Where'd she live? Probably Nova Scotia or something. Uh, Veneta. Um, I, uh, it don't matter. Don't, don't, don't do, do it. it. Don't. Here's the thing too. The amount of people I've met around the world and it's cute and it's fun and yeah. it's a little romance and then I'll go back to the world and there's still, people are weirdly always a little available. Oh yeah. But I don't think a woman likes that. Huh? I think Which men means? like that more than women like that. I love that. You do? Yeah, Meaning, well, like a guy that if you're if it's if it ha- like if I met it's a guy in, and I met a guy in one of your travels Mexico and, and one of my names many, redacted for many <laughs> travels and then I go back a year later and I'm like yo I'm in town he's like where am I meeting you fantastic oh it's the best but I yeah who doesn't like that I don't I mean I think women like it if the guy's cute but they don't like it <laughs> if they I think women don't want to be that woman. What woman? Women don't want a guy to be, I'm in town. Where are you at? If they're not, if they're with somebody, they'll be like, fuck you. I'm not. But the international side, you just don't respond. You don't respond to it. Right. If I didn't get responded to it, like, yeah, he's in a relationship. Yeah. Fine. I'd say something about WhatsApp. As WhatsApp numbers change. <laughs> it's no more um, blue check marks. No, don't ever do a long distance relationship. Don't do, have you ever had? I did one. My most recent one was long distance. Oh, it was. Yeah. It wasn't bad, it wasn't- but it. It wasn't. It I feel we like that wasn't a big deal. The distance. It's summer. I was just in New York. She's here a lot. I'm there a lot. Yeah. I got miles. I got. Give me I some. also like work at night. It's you know. It's it wasn't. It wasn't perfect. Um, but yeah, I, I think it's. I mostly think it's a bad idea. Do, were you on the phone a lot with her? How yeah, but it wasn't crazy. Like I, there were days I wouldn't text her. She wouldn't text me. That was great. Did you still consider her your, your girlfriend? Yeah. Interesting. She cheated on me. Like I'm kidding. <laughs> she didn't consider me hers. No LDRs. Um, no, no LDRs. I wouldn't do it. Don't do it. Um, and again, you can talk to music about lot to, with yeah, lots like, of people. Come on, go that's on not Reddit. a good enough reason. Goodbye. You've got mail. Uh, I've been thinking a lot about how important arthurial intent versus audience perception is when it comes to stand up. There's the obvious example of do audiences think this is funny? But I'm interested in your thoughts around other situations. Like, do audiences find this hurtful or offensive? Do audiences understand the target of this joke? If audience perception is important outside of laughter, what is important and how much is important? 
Also, do you think there's any obligation of the stand-up to make something that promotes a social benefit besides laughter? And if so, is it fair for an audience member to criticize what a comic sees as a social benefit? Is that attempt important or is it the result? Um, I, you know. Come on. Uh, Come on, big name. Uh, yeah, I don't. I personally don't like saying shit that i don't believe i don't i i just don't do it for the most part i don't do it at all uh but i don't go up there i think trevor seth fallon colbert corden all do understand that they are in little small ways public servants yeah in fact i talked to corden about that last week where it's like yeah there's things where i know that i need to say something here yeah um so i you know i think i think uh those guys do i don't now does a normal does just a nightclub comedian or a netflix comedian need to be responsible no he just needs to be funny but i i but and having said that being really irresponsible isn't gonna be funny it's not gonna work very well yeah being just a piece of shit and and being uh racist sexist bigot it, it's just not it's you're it's going to be a really small return and a really small audience and it's just not gonna it's not good i like her i was talking to a chink about this and uh <laughs> and like, you know what? the thing about chinks um no, no but it but that's what i mean like who did he think that was for you know there what i mean no like who was audience. your audience there it's uh, i guess the guys he grew up with but I like her question that you didn't read. If a fan of yours was hurt or offended by a joke you made on stage, is there a way you'd like to be told? Oh, did I tell the ISIS story here? No. So do you remember the joke I used to do about how ISIS had had gone? They'd gone. ISIS had shot up a, uh, they shot up a Christmas party in uh, San Bernardino and they shot up the Bataclan, but they haven't shot up a black nightclub. Right. So I do that joke. And I get off stage and the people at the laugh to go, did you hear that? And I go, hear what? And they go, there was a guy in the audience who was at the party in San Bernardino and he flipped out. Oh my God. And Damn. I might sit down with the guy right. and say, should I have stopped after that night? Should I have stopped doing that joke? Right. Did you stop? No. No, it's a great joke. Also, what are the fucking odds? Like, right, the really. what are the odds that somebody? And I did it on Netflix, the Bataclan and the and Orlando. Like, I I'm sure someone saw it who lost someone there. Right. There and this is part of the thing I'm talking about in the the project I'm working on with C- Captain Carax. <laughs> um, um, is uh, is you know the roof smashed on kevin's car but the good news is he didn't his head didn't rise above the seats so he's fine (laughs) um so there's gonna be some collateral damage right there just is like there's gonna be a guy who was at the party in san bernardino every once in a while you have to we there's collateral damage in everything there's collateral damage cars kill thirty five thousand people a year we're not canceling the 10 you gotta we all pay in. There are certain things that 
like I'm guilty of on stage. Like if I see a woman talking about guys when they're fucking and I do that thing, I can't, I know that there's, I remember Dane did a joke about women having long labia, Dane <laughs> Cook, right? And Nikki Glaser and another woman I know said that they used to listen to that and be mortified, wanted to get surgery. Oh my God. Because of Dane's joke. That's so I don't think Dane has to stop doing the joke. No. It, you know, how badly were they injured? <laughs> right. Like what's now you also, would they say. they were outraged. They were like, damn. Uh, that, but now they would call it labia shaming for real. <laughs> um, but back <laughs> then it was just, shaming. I don't know. You'd see these labias that are bigger than other labias. It was just like, you know, called them curtain you know whatever um <laughs> is there a high school play about to start all kinds of i don't i'd never heard it but but um yeah there's gonna be I, th- no one's intention when they go on stage is to hurt some uh, no one goes i'm gonna go out there and hurt some feelings <laughs> right you're just, just mostly defending an opinion you have i defend muslims and latino people in my half hour and a bunch of my jokes i don't i didn't go like you know what <laughs> today i'm gonna defend my, i don't know it's just a fucking jump it's just a joke about my observation about muslims it's not yeah. that they're bad at, as bad at their religions everybody i guess it's about terrorism but it's it's more just i notice this thing about right it's latino more people I are always working what like right Look at them going to yeah do another heist <laughs> yeah another bank heist. <laughs> um, so yeah, I I don't I think you you're you'd be hard pressed to find a comedian with ill intent, including Dave, who people oh, ascribed yeah, a lot people. of bad intent to, and and including you know Ju Chink. Where is he? What's his name? Yeah, I think that's. I'm sure I don't none think of he that had was... bad intent. I don't think that he meant to belittle the groups. I think he was just being a naughty little boy. Bad boy. Yeah, he was a bad boy. What happened <laughs> to bad boys? Bad, bad boys. boys for life. Goodbye. You've got mail. Um, this guy's asking about Dave. Uh, the whole situation leads me to a bigger point, of, and the reason I'm writing is ask Neil Binky thinking about this new culture in the stand-up community where it feels like every comic immediately sides with and defends with defends fellow comedians regardless of facts or circumstances um okay and i've who did i talk to i've talked to comedians about this about not having it be like the blue shield yeah where we're cops are defending bad cops just because they're cops i have more in common with comedians it could be a black female albino comedian and i have more in common with her as a comedian than i do any other part of us meaning we have more in common as than she does with other black albinos and then i have with white men like as comedians we have a lot in common and the the instinct is to defend people um defend your brothers or sisters I I can see how it would look, but I don't. I know plenty of people who I kind of took sh- vague shots at Louis in my right, half right. hour about jerking off, and and Schumer kind of took shots at Louis at jerking off, and and Burr took shots at Schumer about body shame. I mean, everyone. It's not as it's not as like uniform as is it may appear. Comedians. Dave defended Louis 
Aziz, Kevin. But again, a we did a sketch in Louis. 2004 where Dave defended R. Kelly, Michael Jackson, O.J. Simpson, and uh, everybody but Robert Blake because he's white. So <laughs> it's this is nothing new. It's yeah. just that's... And that also has to do with race, which is the presumption of innocence. Disp- it's who are white people playing? Yeah. Who are white people? <laughs> oh, they're playing. All right. I can get with him. He, he's, he's defending himself against white people. All right. I, something about this. I relate to right. him more. I can't. It's muted. I don't even know what the trial is. He's on our team. Yes. But I know he's on my team. So I don't. I think it has as much to do with race as it has to do with stand up. Um, moral kind of, he had more on that. That kid wrote a fucking long one. For real. Goodbye. You've got mail. This person saying this is a long one. Uh, and they're saying uh, one of my best friends is an anthropologist and worked in Guam for the majority of her career studying Camaro families, indigenous people of Guam. Um, the statement another feeler made about customary incestuous relationship between fathers and daughters in Guam is something she has never encountered or heard of in over a decade of living in multiple communities within Guam. Uh, I don't think he said it was Guam. As I recall the letter, he said in Southeast Asia. He was saying that there are neighboring islands to Guam. So I think it's in Micronesia. I don't think it's Guam though. Uh, But this person wanted an apology apology for, to the, demands it to actually. the people of guam because apparently based on the podcast it's sweeping guam i'm kidding i mean you <laughs> guys everyone's gotta like listen. what are you a it bunch of fucking guam. people are gr- writing graffiti on guam posters like and why <laughs> don't you fuck guam. your family let's go cancel guam. uh yeah guam's canceled uh so yeah <laughs> goodbye you've got mail hello neil my name is orlando and i was listening to your segment on military <laughs> and just wanted to tell you you're absolutely right being in the military as long as i have i can say the mass majority of brown or black people is on the enlisted side and white male types on the officer side. See, Neil, Neil, job, Neil. Neil does good with stereotypes. Good job, My Neil. question to you is, you are fully aware that racism is still deeply influenced in our government and that black and brown communities suffer the worst? What? Uh, what do you think the solution to this problem? <laughs> <laughs> hey, solve our problems. Uh, I Time. That's it. I had a thought the other day because I've been trying to exp- write a joke about white privilege. And good luck. The it's meaning why don't white people do anything? And it's like, hey, you ever be fucking and you're like, we should get a condom and you don't. (laughs) That's what being white is like. We're like, we should do something about white privilege. (laughs) One more year. And then and then next thing we know, 30 years has passed and nothing's (laughs) happened. But we wanted to do something. We just know that that we wanted to do something. And we're sorry that you're pregnant with oppression, <laughs> um, baby oppression. But and the good news is, black baby's gonna live long. Hello. Preemie, Preemie, have him come out black, after a month. Black baby She'll magic. make it. Goodbye. You've got mail. All right, this is a good one. Hey, Neil and Banks, love the show and Neil's comedy. Neil, on episode eight, <laughs> this guy, this is me getting owned, uh, pwned. Uh, Neil, on episode eighteen, you mentioned how seeing wheelchair access benches bum you out. There was in showers at if I pay a lot for a hotel. Something about a wheelchair bench fucking bumps me out. It does. I stand by it. Now watch me get owned. I'm 21, currently at college, in a wheelchair since I was three due to a genetic neuromuscular disease. And your comment was interesting to me. The kind of depression that you deal with seems like 
seems to me like far more of a challenge than what I deal with. And I'm seriously disabled. <laughs> like I need help to feed myself. <laughs> I'm not one of these lazy motherfuckers that drive scooters and can actually walk. See, they have they have problems yeah, within they have their beef. community There's as well. Beef. Hey, who are your shower jokes about? <laughs> um I think the reason you get bummed out by disability, assuming you weren't doing a bit, is that you can't imagine anyone in a wheelchair as a decent life and then Neil feel pity. I'm here <laughs> to tell you that it's ironic to me because I genuinely pity you more than I pity myself. Uh, I have a good life, great family, friends that I, that I do the occasional drug with, a good career in my future, and most importantly, I get mad pussy. No. I can't imagine struggling with the issues that you do. I just want to let you know that you should try to make an effort to not pity disabled people because their lives probably aren't as bad as you think. Everyone has their shit. Keep killing it. P.S. I may have been exaggerating about the pussy. Guy. <laughs> okay. Well, the, the joke's on you, motherfucker, because I don't have depression. I just made that up. <laughs> so guess what? You're still handicapped, but I'm happy as fuck. I'm kidding. Neil. Um, Neil, don't. Neil. Uh, no, this, he makes a good point, though, yeah, which he is makes a great point. disposition means more than position if i may make a real tidy wow. axiom disposition means more than position in that it uh, i can be me and big hotshot guy Hot. with his own podcast yeah. that he shoots in his house or and i still deal with clinical depression or you can be in a wheelchair and pity me do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. and you feel like your life's better than mine and his life is better than mine dispositionally. Uh, I'd still feel like he'd rather be walking. Sure. Um, but, but if you, it sounds like your mood is better than mine. If your instinct was to feel bad for me, <laughs> then yeah, you're fucking doing good. And, no. and you're right. I don't, I, and I'm my depression is like not solved or anything, but it's certainly better than it's usually than it's been in the last couple of years. So, um, so, but you're, I like that you, I like that you pity me. That's all I really want. Oh yeah. We were talking about that. How much we love pity. Oh, I love best. it. No, I one... used to say to, to Dave, um, Hey, if I can't be the hero, can you at least make me the victim? <laughs> I love the victim. Oh, victimization. People love being uh, the victim more than they let on. But they don't. Uh, but we always They're don't not conscious pity me. Of it. I don't need your pity. I'm always like, I, I want need your, your pity, pity so Give badly. Me. All my fantasies involve people pitying me. I want everyone to apologize to me all the time. You do. Apologize to me and apologize for me. I want everyone to feel bad for me all the time. What are your, what areas? Um, Like they see me like living my life doing like doing my thing she's really like, trying fuck she's doing so good like fuck i don't know why it's not like there's it's always i did something crazy and everyone's like either feels really bad for me is like really really inspired by me and these are things that don't that, that you just imagine they're completely imaginary you want to be like my like you want to be an icon of you want women to be like now that right there dude binks binks did it you want a Binks statue i was was watching uh-oh louie louie's uh -huh. his show that was it called louie yeah and 
there was uh he was on the subway and there was just some how'd gross... you find it okay you got bootleg <laughs> copies go ahead again in i'm not i think we changed the name of the zone to the district okay it's called the district okay and in the district cosby show reruns louis reruns, <laughs> louis reruns. amos and andy fucked up stuff okay i went to the district and i saw this episode and it was that nate parker slave movie what was One. it called again uh birth of a nation polanski oh, yeah, movies nobody, festivals nobody liked birth of a nation they made people feel very uncomfortable yeah did you watch it no um and he was on a subway cart and there's like some gross liquid in one of the like, you know, mm -hmm. the orangey huge yeah. seats. And in his fantasy, in his fantasy, he goes and he takes his jacket. His fantasy starts now. It's slow-mo black and white. Yeah. He puts his, his jacket and like cleans it up like in slow-mo jump cuts of him cleaning the like liquid and everybody, everybody on the train is like, yeah. He did it. I was like, that's my fantasy. Um, yeah, that's, I don't do, I don't need her heroism. I need minor. Uh, I want to be understood and recognized. Like, what are your, what are they, what are the, where does it Just lie? like, you're so underrated. You, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Someone wrote it, uh, wrote me a DM that I meant to print out for this. Someone said she was arguing with her boyfriend about whether I'd contributed to Chappelle show. The boyfriend was like, he didn't do shit. What? There are Ugh. so many people like that. It's crazy. They oh. see my hours they, and they're still like, no, I see. he did nothing. Your fantasy is that be, seeing just that conversation. Just getting credit for things like, I've done. No, 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 no. Him getting annihilated. No? no, I just want credit for things I've done. <laughs> That's you it. You get that. I, but I don't in a way. I, people think it's bad form for me to want it. That's I weird because everybody wants it. Right, but they. I'm an asshole for Neil keeps bringing it up. <laughs> right, so Neil keeps bringing it Neil up. Neil keeps bringing Brent it keeps up. Keeps bringing up the, the things he's done in his life, and like I did Conan, he they wouldn't say it in the intro. What? Like they wouldn't say. Did I create a budget? Why not? I have no idea. They refused. I never asked. It was just one of these things where I was like, "That's odd." Did they say? But it was very no. It was very specifically a choice. On their part. Like, no, I'm not. And it was like, this is like eight years. It was like, okay, cool. What? Yeah, it's just weird shit like that where people think I'm using it to an advantage. It's just like, no, I Do you no, think I now you have it. a complex about it? You're just like, yeah, no, I No, I don't have a complex. I, 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 I was thinking about it the other day. Like, people th think I, or Dave has accused me of having a complex. Like, the first season of the show, the premiere party, I couldn't bring a guest like it was such shitty treatment for me because it was Dave's buddy. It's just Dave's Dave fucking dumb buddy. Um, so there were so many things like that where people just now it's like when I did the Emmys last year, somehow the next day, a bunch of people happened to watch three mics because they saw me be funny at the Emmys and were like, you're funny. That's what it took. The best stories you have are people you've known for decades that just now are like, you're funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's yeah. crazy. To yeah, me. it happens all the time. But that's the that's what I want. I just want like some acknowledgement of right. my reality. <laughs> I'm not looking. And then I want to. It doesn't make you a little better, bitter, bitter that it's so uh, far after. It's not like it's you're bitter. I don't. I mean, I'm just. Bitter, I just. just like, I'm like used to it. You didn't make all. It's not like you're just coming off of all that. You've been mm -hmm. in the game. 
Right, but people game. don't. If you work with somebody like Dave, you're just not going to get any credit. Yeah, that makes sense. Like, it's just what happens. And I'm just used to it. I'm like, yeah, I get it. Does, um, this, does this guy put your uh, your depression in, in a little but bit? But thank God I'm not in a wheelchair. <laughs> could be worse. <laughs> and meanwhile, uh, he's like, could be worse. Could be Neil Brennan. <laughs> like, that's so funny. <laughs> Uh, there's an old Fred Wolf who's a comedian he used to be a comedian now he's uh, a writer director but he did a stand up joke which is that he had really bad acne as a kid and his mom always said like just so you know don't you can't feel sorry for yourself because there's always someone in a worse position than you and one day Fred was walking down the street uh, and he saw a guy like quadriplegic in a wheelchair couldn't move and Fred realized how right his mom was. There's always someone in a worse position. And as the guy in the wheelchair passed him, Fred heard the guy say, did you see that guy's fucking face? <laughs> <laughs> it's a fucking great joke. I just lived that joke in a letter. Goodbye. You've got um, mail. Uh, hey, long-time feeler here. Two questions. What do you think would be accepted by society's... What do you think would be accepted by society's first... Hello. All right, by uh, society first, colon. Sex robots or prostitution? Second, if either one were legal, how do you guys think the social dynamic would change between men and women in the long run? Would there be still be courting less violence between genders and increase in pay gap? How do you feel? How big you think? Um, I think that I think that men will. I mean, you want to talk about the district? Come on now. I mean, we're gonna have a fleet of robots in the district. And um <laughs> and I think that I think that both sexes will be in trouble. I think that women will be in trouble cuz men will not Burr kind of did a joke about it in his in his latest special after he was sexually uh abused by a woman. Uh he did a bit about sex robots. Guys would just be like, "What the fuck? Why are you not blowing me right now?" <laughs> um and I think he's right. And then we'll see what the other sex provides. Because I think there is, if they can capture what feminine energy feels like or what masculine energy feels like, if it is just about like eye placement and skin and hair and body stuff, then the other sex is in trouble. But there might be something that's just not sentient about it that will be, by the way, women kind of have sex robots now, which is vibrators. Yeah, but the thing is, I feel like it's going to be weird and then they're going to come out with male sex robots and then all hell is going to break loose. Because right now when we think about sex Guys industry, are going to fuck up male sex robots? No. Guys are going to break into factories and they're going <laughs> to set the factories on fire? Yeah, they're going to set the factories on fire. Because right now we think of you sex robots. You thought 9-11 stunk. <laughs> Wait till you smell the male sex robot factory fire. Of 2047. <laughs> I just think, you know, it's always men, sex robots, men creating a bond with a fake woman. But it's a lot easier to make a sex robot with a protruding thing than something you go in and feel, I feel like. I think you're wrong. Really? Why? Because I think Whitney's whole special is about a sex robot. These guys yeah. fucking, they love them. No, no. I'm just saying that with men getting sex robots will come women getting their own sex robots right. kind of evening out the playing field by the and way think- whoever is charged with cleaning or with repairing male sex robots 
is going to make a million dollars a year. Seriously. Because he's going to go, gonna no, like I'm not robot. touching your sex robot. It's 50 grand for me to even touch it. I know. You thought repairing your iPhone was poof, fucking expensive. Poof. <laughs> um, uh, so, I just yeah. think women will... I think a lot of women would take a male sex robot that mimicked men. There's a lot of lonely girls out there. I don't disagree. I did you. I don't know if anyone's watched couples counseling yet. I cannot. I recommend figure, I it to everybody. I can't get, it, I can't everyone, get I, access. Everyone I know is feeling it. Give me your like crazy. The thought I had the other day was women are a handful and men don't have hands. <laughs> That's how it feels watching these relationships. It's Probably, like yeah. men are so unequipped to deal with a woman's emotional ecosystem and women try it. The guys pretend they're equipped to get sex and then slowly but surely the woman realizes this motherfucker's not equipped. Mm. And then you resent us and then we feel like you think we're assholes. You're not wrong. And we can't believe you thought we ever could handle it. Like you actually thought I could handle all this? It's fucking impossible. Like, it's crazy. I have the opposite experience, but I'm sure according to the show, it's that's just the shakedown of it. But I think that that's most people's relationship experience. Mm-hmm. I don't, I mean, just for me, yeah. I have dealt with so many difficult emotional, men are, that you go based on a lot of stereotypes, like women, a handful, yeah. we have emos, but men are so fucking emotional in a way that I feel like comes out once they feel comfortable because- in general society, it kind of dictates women are so emotional and men are just trying to figure it out. Like, how does this thing yeah. work? Where I feel like once a man is comfortable with you, the fucking emo river is flowing. And I'm just like, I didn't know dudes cried this much. I didn't I've know. Never, I, don't, I don't think I've experienced that. And I wonder if anyone, any one of our feelers, l- feelers will Let's have them let weigh in. Know. Yeah, weigh think- in on video or audio. Let's make this thing really sing. Um, do you think women are are more emotional than men, or men are more emotional? Yeah, I think than women? I don't even think it's close. I think men have a really narrow band of emotions. We, I just disagree. Anger and no, men bored. Are... <laughs> That's can, the two male can, emotions no, are no, angry and bored. <laughs> just like ugh. just we're angry, or we're just like. Ugh. Lo- like what the hell loathing, no loathing there's the situation so many crying i don't know any guys that cry to their wife you don't girlfriend. know they're not gonna tell you no but i know what they're i know what they what their relationship is like listen no guy is telling their friends how much they cry but they'll Nobody. say you know she really it was fucked up like she that was a fucked up thing she did or or whatever i mean there's guys that just when they're expressing themselves they cry I, I don't disagree. I think that may be specific to the kind of guys you date. And I no one knows what that is, <laughs> including you, least of all you. <laughs> I couldn't oh. I couldn't millionaire matchmake you because no I don't way. know what you're who who I wouldn't even know where to start. No. And who's no got the does. time to For boil real. that clam? I mean, speaking of time. Let's go. All right, we're done. Thank you. That was a fun podcast, everybody. And uh, everybody we'll uh, we'll see is wait, we'll see it on the road. We'll Bye. see you in a week. Goodbye. Goodbye.